that was pretty wild, huh? Yeah, that was uh that was definitely different there. Hey, uh we have with us on the line uh the host of Wednesday night straight line and with Stevie, Stevie Latemp. Stevie, I don't know if you were just listening to the show, but uh we just got off the off the air here with um Dennis Gibson at Hot Licks Racing. Two hundred and fifty miles an hour in a quarter mile on a boat. Kinda of makes you wonder just what was that man thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, he he's not the driver. He's the owner. He said he he had put enough weight on uh, early in his life to make sure he wasn't going to be able to get into the boat. See, he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you what do you have? I know you you're bringing us a little something a little special tonight. What you got hooked up? Well, you know, normally you only see me go either six hundred sixty or thirteen hundred twenty feet straight, but uh, something special here. Uh, Last week, uh, when I was headed down to Gainesville, I stopped down in Savannah and uh, had the opportunity to meet Diana Dickerson. And uh, she was going out for the very first time on a road course, an asphalt road course, with a um, 2003 Buell. This Buell generates about 90 horsepower. And I don't have to tell you, that's a lot of horsepower on a bike. Uh, she's the head instructor for uh, teaching uh, riders how to ride street bikes at both Lakeland Harley-Davidson and Ridge Harley-Davidson down in Florida, in fact, down there by you guys, not too far away. And uh, kind of a unique young lady. She, she's a farmer factory worker, realtor. She's kind of done it all. And uh, she is definitely not afraid of a bike. And uh, One thing, just to tell you a lot about her, I guess, her personality, uh, after she got through making her runs out there and laps around, you know, the course, getting the feel of the track. Uh, she was so excited, she she came up to me and she says, you know, Stevie, I don't even smoke, but I think I need a cigarette. So uh, this pretty well tells you all about her, and I'm going to let you talk to her now. We're going to put her on the air. Diana, welcome yes. to the show. Well, thank you very much, Stevie, and uh, I'm glad to be here, and uh, I'm so excited to be uh, doing what I'm doing, and uh, I can't believe that actually somebody's paying attention to me, so that's great. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it was kind of hard not to pay attention to you. you. You did a great job of when I watched you out there going around the course, and I thought it was kind of neat that it was your very first time, and, and I wanted to capture the energy, the excitement of a rookie going out on a road course for the first time. What was that like? Well, I would have to say that it was a combination of terror and fear because I really didn't know what to expect, but I knew it was something that I absolutely had to do and uh, just go ahead and try it, and I wasn't going to back down in front of all those guys. So, But uh, it was really, really cool. I mean, um, we they made us wear orange shirts, so they knew who the rookies were. So they knew that, that they had to maybe be a little careful around passing us or if we got to pass them, which we did on some occasions. But... Uh, it was really exciting, and I, I can't give this up. And my parents think I'm a total nut, but that's okay. Oh, so you were out there with veterans. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I'm guessing there's probably about 40 bikes out there. They had different classes and different, basically, bikes with different horsepower, and they put us all out there at the same time. And in my specific race, I just competed against bikes that were similar to mine in engine displacement and horsepower. And but we did have the fast guys out there too. So. so you were doing like 120 on the straights. How fast do you go when you got that bike leaned all the way over like that? How fast are you going? I'm thinking that probably turn one. I'm probably doing about a hundred, 
Um, I don't have a speedo on my bike, and it's probably just as well because I don't really need to know how fast I'm going. It's a case of if I, you have a better feeling of how fast you're going, and my lap times will indicate how I'm doing as opposed to just miles per hour on certain sections of it. But I'm figuring about, judging by my RPMs, I'm figuring about 100. Wow. Well, you know, Jack, if you ever look at, at some of these riders, they actually wear these knee pads. And I don't know just what oh, sure. materials made of, but uh, they go through these corners so hard that they scrape their knee pads uh, to, to get through the turns. So, I, Diana, did you wear out any pads over the weekend? As a, as a matter of fact, uh, that weekend I did go ahead and touch on the right side on that on that track, and which is the first time for me. I'm, I'm much more comfortable doing left-hand turns, so I've touched on the left side, but it was the first time that I actually could do it on the right. So I was pretty proud of myself. Do they put, what is it, do they have steel in them or something? I believe they, they're like a Teflon, not Teflon, but some sort of uh, fiberglass stuff. Oh, yeah. It's just the case to protect your knee, and it's also a way for you to have an idea that, if you're touching your knee, you're probably getting pretty close to as far as you need to be leaning over. You know, it, it's amazing. I watch that stuff on TV um, when it when it's on, and and I mean, you see these guys even racing. People racing, the, it, they race in the rain when it's fully wet. I and I used to ride bikes, man. I couldn't even imagine doing that on a wet surface. It's, it's I, I can't imagine how they do that. Well, I know that you have to run special tires to be running in the rain and i'll be honest with you i haven't done it yet and that's uh that's probably my next purchase is going to be a set of rain tires because yes it doesn't matter the race goes on rain or shine and you need to be prepared to go out and do your thing so that'll be my next next investment well, well diana let me ask you this what was it like when the green flag came down when the green flag came down the uh, adrenaline went up and i think the only thing i could actually hear was my heartbeat in my ears and in my brain. I was going, go, 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 go. And I just knew that I had to give it all that I had. So it was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And uh, I can't wait to do it again. Now, Diana, you, you spend your time during the day, I suppose. You're, you're teaching people to ride bikes, right? That's what you do? Yes, I teach people how to ride. I teach a beginner's class for people on how to learn to ride a motorcycle. And we also cover, uh, you know, safety skills, street skills, things that you can wear to protect yourself, and also just free strategies and the differences of riding a motorcycle as opposed to driving a car. So what did you do? Wake up one day with a bad headache and decide you're going to go do this? I mean, how did this come about? Well, um, in 2003, I had wanted to become a motorcycle instructor. And at that point, I had been riding street motorcycles for 23 years, and my primary uh, interest at motorcycling at that point was cross-country touring. And I run around the country several times. Uh, used to go up and up and down the east, eastern seaboard, and uh, that was a lot of fun. But when I took the Rider's Edge course in 2003, it was a requirement in order to teach it that you had to take it. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm an experienced rider. You know, I should be able to get through this with no problem. And and actually, there were several things that I learned when I took the course. And one of the things was. I knew how to corner, but I didn't know how to corner really well, and that's what I learned in this course. So I'm going to have to blame it on the two instructors that taught my class, which was uh, Marty and Nick, and uh, that's when I decided after that class that I, I needed to buy a Buell. CB, um, how'd you run into this whole deal? Ooh, well, I'd have to say um, 
one of my fellow instructors, Bill House, who was also racing with us last week along with Donnie Huffman. Um, he's been uh, doing road racing for several years, and he's raced with CCS and Weira, and he's about 55 years old, so it's not like he's a spring chicken or anything, but the thing is he's very athletic, and he's done this for a long time, and, and uh, he kind of like, kind of like let me know the, the group he was racing with, with Arma. And he goes, oh, come on down. It's just, it's a competitive group, but it's fun. And he would just keep talking to me every time we taught a class together. And, and it seemed like a lot of the experiences that he learned on the track made him a better instructor. And I thought, wow, that would be really cool. So uh, I'm blaming it on Bill House. That's why I'm racing now. And, and uh, hopefully my, my family will understand. My husband seems to be cool with it, but my parents aren't too sure about it yet. Stevie. Yeah. How, how did now? How did you find this? Were you were you out there with uh, with Donnie Huffman looking over that bike you're going to buy? Is that how you you ran across this whole well, deal? Yeah. Donnie Huffman's <laughs> a very bad influence on me. Uh, <laughs> that's, and, and you can hear Diana laughing in the background. Uh, she understands. Uh, yes. Uh, Donnie is just one of the nicest guys that I've ever met, and. Uh, he was just in total shock that here I was, the announcer for the All-Harley Drag Racing Association, and I wasn't riding a Harley. Yep. And he said, Stevie, this just can't be. And I said, well, you know, that's just kind of how it is for right now. And so he's been steadily working me. You need to come by the, the trailer tonight, et cetera, you know, this type of thing. And finally he said, listen, before you go down to Gainesville, you need to come on down to this little track outside of Savannah and I'll give you the opportunity to watch some road racing. It's really different. And, you know, I thought, I'm always going straight. Drag racing has been my life for 46 years. And uh, I thought that would be a great experience. And uh, so I thought, well, he put me up in his, uh, in his trailer, and I had an opportunity to go down there and watch Donnie Huffman uh, ride. At the same time, this is where I met uh, Diana. And uh, I will tell you a little bit about Donnie Huffman. Uh, in fact, I, I sent you an email. I don't know if you'll get it or not, a picture, Donnie, uh, going through the turns. And uh, he actually took his drag bike. Now, this is a Sportster. Wheelie bars on the back. Takes the wheelie bars off and puts this thing out on the track on a road race course. And talk about a guy that can ride. Holy smoke. Well, he races everything, of course, in the all-Harley drags, and he's... He's from Lakeland, the Lakeland, Florida area, right? And they, they own some uh, bike shops down there, Harley. Well, they have two uh, bike shops down there, yes. Yeah. Do, uh, uh, Lakeland Harley Davidson and, uh, and Ridge Harley Davidson, which is uh, where Diana works. And uh, so that's kind of how I, I met up with Diana. And um, he, first thing Donnie said, he says, I want you to come over and meet this girl. This is her first time out on a road course. She's never, she's never ever took the green flag before. You know, it's an all-new experience. He said this would be a great story, and he was right uh, because it really was. It was, it was exciting to see her energy, and her excitement, and you could just tell she was bubbling. And she, this gal learns fast. I'm telling you, because when she come in, we talk, and each time she came in, she says, "I now understand this. I now understand that." She's grasping it fast. So unfortunately, I did not get to watch her see the green flag. But I, I definitely wanted to find out about it, and that's why when I talked with you, I said, we need to get this gal on, on the show. That's cool. I think it'll be pretty cool. That's neat. Well, and I have to give Donnie credit, because he was there in the beginning and watched me a few years ago when I first started uh, to practice on a, on a track, 
and he knows how uncomfortable I was, how nervous I was, and probably how slow I was going. And he's been a very supportive. And uh, in fact, this weekend when we went down to uh, Homestead to go to on track down there, I did uh, low side on one of the curves and got right back up and got back riding and stuff. But that was my first fall down. And when I got back into the pits, he gave me a big hug and said, well, well, kid, welcome to the club. So I owe a lot of thanks to Donnie for being supportive and helping me out and uh, giving me a lot of advice. That makes me want to get nervous. He gives me good advice. That's cool. Well, Diana, this organization that runs these races, where are they from? Uh, do you uh, know anything this, that much about them? Or, or uh, I know else? that um, I believe they just moved their corporate offices, and I know I, I want to say in the Carolinas, South Carolina, they had moved their corporate offices to. But it is a nationwide group, uh, ARMA, American Historical Road Racing Association, and they have uh, they race, um, you know, antique bikes, all different kinds of classes. But they also race modern bikes as well. All right, and and Diana, which uh, which uh, Harley uh, uh, dealership do you work for? I work for. Um, Harley-Davidson Buell of Lakeland and uh-huh. Bridge Harley-Davidson Buell. We, we're owned by the same folks, and I, I work at a boat dealership. So somebody wants to learn how to ride a bike, they can come down there and ask for you. Oh, yeah, they can ask for me, and uh, we do classes about three times a month at, at either location, and uh, we have a great time, and uh, I try my best to give our students what they need. I think I've seen signs for that out on I-4, as a matter of fact. Now that I think yeah, about. yeah, you probably saw some signs for us. Our, our, yeah. We have... Uh, Billboards up. Yeah, absolutely. And Stevie, what you got planned for tomorrow night, guy? Well, I, tomorrow night uh, we're going to go all Harley drag racing, and we're going to experience uh, Terry Stewart. Here's a guy in Crestal Pro Drag. He has won three consecutive races in a row. Two last year, and he started off down in Gainesville with a win this year. And he's looking for number four going into Arizona, and uh, truly awesome rider. And he's on a string. I mean, this guy was literally untouchable three races in a row, and that's unheard of. And then we're also going to talk with James Serber in SNS Pro Stock. If you remember, we had James on the show. Um, sure. I guess, last year. You know, last year. And uh, I made the comment about that uh, that James was going to uh, make sure that uh, Greg Krennic uh, didn't get his parts so that he could have a shot at being first because James ended up third in the points and was Always right there, but never could quite make that move. Well, by golly, he didn't have to knock off anybody's parts this year. James Serber went right to the winner's circle, and we're going to talk about his win in SNS Pro Stock. Cool. Plus, something that's really cool, well, we're going to go four wheels now into an IHRA drag strip. Mike Bradley with is going to talk about team championship racing, where they involve the teens, the teenagers, can get involved with their parents with a car and come out and compete to where they're going to allow two people in the vehicle, a father-son or a father-daughter or, or daughter-mother uh, combinations can go out and compete. And the local high school is uh, putting a car together to let these uh, kids go out there and compete with. So uh, one of the neat things, they're going to get the kids involved, and this is a good place to bring them. Good family entertainment, and this is truly family because just like you go to high school football games, yep. Mike Bradley has his way. Hey, you're going to high school drag races. All right, and that's tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, on the Straight Line with Stevie show right here on Real Racing USA. And, um, Diana, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to spend with us. It's uh, 
fascinating, I'll tell you. It really is. And uh, the best of luck to you and the rest of the year and uh, win some races. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it my best shot. My next official race is in May up at Talladega, and I'm in training now. All right. We'll talk to you. I'm sure we'll talk to you later in the year. I just know we will. Okay, very good. Thank you. All right. And, Stevie, we'll talk to you tomorrow night, too, guy. Absolutely. I promise you I'll take you drag racing like you've never been before. (laughs) Got that right. Stevie Latup, he is uh, quite a guy. Rick, I tell you what, when you go to the drag drag strip and uh, Stevie's there doing the announcing. Right. This guy is totally on it, and everybody knows him, and everybody likes him really a lot. He's a good, good guy. That's good for the announcer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.